Welcome back to another The Arsenio Buck Show, or I'm sorry, Perspective Podcast, man. It has been an unbelievably long time since I've actually been on recording, guys, man, to be honest with you. Again, it's actually the 29th. You guys are going to be listening to this on the 29th or the 28th, depending on where you are. And what had happened was last Sunday, so this was about nine days ago. And before that, I probably didn't report, record a podcast maybe the Friday before. So we're talking almost two weeks, right? But Sunday, there was a, there was a lot that was happening with my ears, right? So it's kind of like a lot of, you know, the ear ringing. You know, your parents would always say, hey, that's someone talking about you, right? That was happening consistently every hour throughout the day on Sunday about nine days ago. It was different pitches, too. It's like, I didn't know what was going on. I was like, okay, maybe I'm just freaking out or something. Felt a little bit of pressure behind my ears. Didn't make anything of it until I woke up with very loud ringing in my ears. This is the first time that I have ever encountered something like this. And I'm just sitting, sitting down and I'm asking my friend probably later on in the day because it didn't dissipate whatsoever. I said, man, it's a little bit weird that I have this ringing in my ear. She's like, oh, well, you know, there's probably something that you definitely, you know, you need to get checked out because we're talking about the senses here. You know, your eyes, your ears, uh, your, your nose, your smell, whatever it is. These are your senses. These are the things that human beings have that we should cherish, absolutely cherish and take care of to, at, at, like at all costs. So I woke up Tuesday morning. I was like, hey, you're going to, she's like, hey, yeah, no problem. I finished my work. I'm going to go meet you over there. I'll take you to the hospital. I said, okay. Took the train down there. I met her, got in the car. We went into the, obviously, the hospital and whatnot. And so, again, I continue having that ringing in my ear. And I'm like, dude, what is going on? This is really weird. So I'm sitting down. I go to, you know, the the lady and, you, you know, the people, the staff just kept looking at me and my friend. Because, again, when you're dealing with older people in Thailand, you already know the whole story behind that is... Uh, even though she works for one of the big airlines out here, they look at me, they look at her, they may think I'm a drug dealer. You, you know, these old people are just trash, right? And so what ended up happening was we went from this place, this area to another area. We went up, a, uh, what is it? We didn't go up a floor yet, but we had to go check the doctor. And this doctor, I walk in, of course, he doesn't know anything about me. He's just asking all the routine questions that he has been taught to ask the last 40 years. Oh, are you in a band? Do you play the piano? Do you go out to the shooting range? Are you in the military? Were you in the military? Where, where, how about drilling? This and that. I'm like, dude, nothing, nothing, nothing. The only thing is loud music. That's it. So while you're sitting here asking me your systematic bullshit ass questions, like I'm saying to myself, like, dude, oh God, here we go. We got a guy that's not even listening to me whatsoever. And I'm like, yep, typical ass doctor. And again, I went to the ear, nose, and throat doctor, whatever you call those fuckers. And I'm like, well, you know, I could have went to the massive hospital just down the road. They would have done a phenomenally better job. And she probably would have sat me through and talked me through it. Uh, but this guy spoke a little bit of English. He's like, okay, I'm going to send you upstairs for an audiogram. And I'm like, damn. You can imagine, at the age of 32, my ears, just three days prior, was at max effort, no problem. All of a sudden... I'm in getting an audiogram with a bunch of over 50s waiting in line before me. You can imagine that, that anxiousness, that anxiety, and that disparity that was probably bestowing 
upon me at that specific moment. Like the worrisome was unbelievable. Couldn't control it whatsoever. So I went into this place. And, you know, the guy, you know, he's checking my ears. And I'm like, oh, this is a really cool machine. He's checking all that stuff. And so I put on the earphones. And, of course, right ear, you know, they go down to about the 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 frequencies. And as he was going down, as she was going down, I couldn't hear the frequencies because I heard the ringing at those frequencies. It was like a mask over it. So what I thought I heard was that it was at the same pitch of the ringing in my ear. And I said, God damn it. And I said, listen, that's it right there. That's the noise that I'm hearing. So I go back downstairs and I'm like, okay, I'm waiting. Hopefully this is good news, but I doubt this is good news. Who knows? Hopefully some medication will be able to knock this out. And so again, I walk in, he's like, Hey, is that your friend out there? I'm like, yo, he's like, Oh, is that your wife? I'm like, no, that's my friend. He's like, Oh, call her in. He's starting to explain it and, you know, tying stuff. And I'm looking at the paper and he said, yeah, well, you know, you lose your hearing at 3000 Hertz. I'm like, He's like, oh, well, this is like stage one hearing loss. And I'm like, dude, I heard those pitches. I just have the ringing at the same pitches that are at 3,000 hertz. I didn't lose anything. You're not listening to me. So he's explaining to her going back and forth. And I'm like, okay, what can I do now? Give me a suggestion, fucking doctor. Help me out here. Don't be an ass. Because this is the thing. Doctors... They're not programmed to help you. They're programmed to mask your problem so that you could go away. It's kind of like when you get sick. They don't sit there and say, why did you get sick? How are, you, are you having a vitamin D deficiency? What's going on with your immune system? Is it compromised? How often do you get sick? Of course, they don't ask you these types of amazing questions that an amazing human being would ask you. They try to go after the money. This is how America is. I'll get into that story later. And so... I'm like, okay, get this medication. Realize the medication was more than everything else. I was like, man, this medication better fucking work. So I start freaking out. I came home and I'm like, oh man, I can't live with this noise in my ear. It's a very loud pitch and it's very noticeable. So I took two rounds of medication. I tell my friend, I'm like, listen, I'm freaking out. Could you please come over? So she came over. But by the time she came over, all the noises in the ring had dimmed down completely. I wouldn't say completely, but about 80 to 90%. And so for the next couple of days, okay, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Thursday, I went to Wahine. I was at, uh, you know, one of the, uh, what is that called? Camp Kachan, which is kind of like a national park campsite. Uh, what is it? Campgrounds, like 20 to 25 different bird sounds, just a magnificent place. So I'm at Camp Kachan and I'm like, dude, being in nature, this was the ultimate healer. Because it continued to go down more and more and more. Next thing you know, we went to the, you know, Wahing. Obviously stayed there for, uh, what is it, Christmas Eve, the Hilton in Wahing. The most gorgeous place on the planet. Unbelievable, like happy hour. Best piece I ever had in my life. Amazing rooftop bar, beaches. Beaches literally on the, uh, on the property. So we don't have to walk outside the property and sit on the public beach. We can actually, we have our private beach inside. So I'm like, man, this place is unreal. By the time I came back, I had forgotten about it. But by the time I came back here, the ringing was still there. It was prevalent. 
So Saturday came along, had like a class. Sunday came along, had a few classes. And I'm just saying to myself, I'm like, okay, well, you know, if it is, and I always check and I get so paranoid because I kept, you know, checking myself on a routine basis. By the time I got off work on Sunday, it was like at 95 to 98%. I'm like, well, this medication is actually working. Now, during this process, I'm going to slot in a little story here. I did a couple of tags, Instagram hashtags on my Instagram talking about my problem. And somebody had commented and he was like, yeah, you know, uh, what, what kind of medication did they prescribe you? Him being in Chicago said, yeah, they said there's nothing I could do. And I'm like, see, I don't like that. And this is why me and doctors are kind of like me in the military. It's kind of like when you say you can't help me, or if I say thank you for your service to a nurse and they're like, "Mm -hmm, yeah, whatever. Or if I say that to a bit, or I did say that to a military 15 years ago, they're like, "Mm -hmm, whatever, who cares? Who cares what you say? I'm like, dude, I'm never going to show you respect anymore. That and the doctors I've dealt with, obviously, out there in Las Vegas, four doctors, four complete dickheads beyond uh, belief. The dentists I work with were just as bad. So when you're dealing with these American dentists, I mean, not dentists, doctors, you're telling me the almighty America, the ultimate America, the make America great again, America, the number one, oh, we're the number one country in the world, self-proclaimed, and you can't even help? And this is what I was thinking about from his perspective, because I said, well, my doctor, he gave me medication, three of them, unbelievably expensive. But I told myself that it will work. Not only that, I started looking up other things and I'm like, dude, this like the high pitched noise that's very noticeable. I can't do that. I can't. And so coming back to the story, me, I'm very grateful for being in Thailand because he gave me medication. But at the same time, he gave me that medication. He said, I don't know if it's going to work because this is called tinnitus. Tinnitus is a persistent, you know, ringing in your ear and, you know, it deals with hearing loss. Now, of course, he emphasized and said, listen, there are some notes that you won't be able to hear anymore. The 3000 hertz. And I'm like, you know, you do realize I can't hear them because that same ringing I hear in my ear are at 3000 hertz. But obviously you're not listening to me. So you know what? You don't know my body. I could give a fuck about you. Just give me the medication and I'm all good. He's like, come back uh, January 5th. I'm like, uh, no, how about no comeback? And so what I immediately saw and what I'm trying to help you guys with here is sometimes we go so overboard that we don't know what is actually working. Because if it improved from last Monday, to Friday, significantly 90%, going into Sunday at about 95 to 97%, going into just yesterday. And it improved that much. That means it's working. Not only that, maybe a couple of days ago, I said, ah, well, I woke up, you know, I slept at 7.30, woke up at 2.30, ear was ringing. Let me try mindfulness. Went out, I started meditating, and guess what? It was reminiscent of what the meditation was that Mira had put me through with the electroshock therapy because I remember feeling my arms that same exact way. And I reduced in 10 minutes the tinnitus by 80%. And so then I said, maybe this is all just in my head. Maybe I can be self-healed. Now, I wish 
No, I wouldn't say I wish. If Mira was still in my life to this day, I would definitely do a healing session with her and say, hey, Mira, okay, I would like to go through this healing session. I got to heal my tinnitus. Done. Easy. Of course, I could have reached out to Yvette Rose, which she actually wrote, right? Uh, in the book. I'm going to write a blog about it. So for anyone out there, just make sure you stay tuned for that. About tonight is that persistent ear ringing. And I'm like, see, okay, I know that this can work. What's going on? What's the underlying condition? What's the food? Okay, loud music, I got you. Now, this couldn't have developed just in one day and boom, tonight is here you are. Impossible. Saturday was beautiful. Sunday, I started hearing boop, 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 and I felt pressure behind my ears. I told the doctor that, he ignored it. Monday, I went into it, and there was the bee, and I'm like, is this in my head? And I started asking myself, and I started going crazy, and I said, man, something is up. I got to do something about this ASAP. I have to. And so I did. And so Monday came around, and I'm like, dude, this really, uh, what is it? This really isn't working whatsoever. Is it Monday? Because, to, wait, is it today Monday or Tuesday? Today's got to be Tuesday, right? Yeah, today's Tuesday. So went to sleep, woke up, and I said, I messaged my friend. I said, dude, this ringing is still annoying. I took the medication, da 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 and she's like, don't worry. Okay, do this, do that. Just let me know. If you have any problems, just let me know. I'm like, okay, I got you. By the time I got to work, it just felt like it went from, it went from like being at 90% back down to 70%. I'm like, dude, come on. You were just working medication. What happened? It went from that 70% to 98%. I went into the quietest parts of my language center in this location that I go to twice a week. And I'm like, oh my God, it's gone. It's fucking gone. What I do is I have my Bose headphones and I stick one in one ear and I'm like, okay, let me just stick the left one here and it's good. By the time the halfway mark came, I took it off and I said, let me just rock house doing this. What it is is because tonight is dependent on the pitch, the ambient noise, aka Alice being in front of a sea, being in nature with birds that make the same sounds, you're not going to hear anything. It's when you're in an extremely quiet place that that voice, that not the voice, that that noise comes out. And so I message one of my students who she was a student four or five years ago, right? May, she studied epidemiology at the University of Sydney, got her master's out there. And I'm like, May, you know what? This and this, I started talking about tonight. She's like, dude, I had that since I was young. I said, really? And she told me a whole bunch of things. And so nonetheless, I'm having that conversation with her. I don't hear anything on the train or anything going back home just last night. We're talking about less than like about 20 hours ago. And so I'm like, dude, I'm really interested to see if I still have that noise. So I got here home. I sat down. And for the first time in eight days, it was quiet. And right now, I'm talking to you guys. Very, very high pitch, but extremely dim. It goes from like hearing it maybe 0.2 back down to zero. If I were to put something on in the background, because I'm still taking six, I think six or seven days of medication. My medication is going to, uh, what is it, run out by next Monday. So I got about six more days of medication. And of course, I'm going to take it all the way through. But after that, there's no more medication. 
he said, hey, come back and see me. I'm like, come back and see you for what? I really don't want it. What, what are you going to do? Because you didn't tell me shit to begin with. I appreciated the medication. Thank you very much. But if it's healed, it's healed. And I healed it because I knew that there was nothing wrong with me. First thing first, I bawl my eyes out. I cry my eyes out because I doomed the worst. I thought I let myself down because I told myself that I would always protect my senses, my five senses. And then when this happened, I said, I can't live with this ringing for the rest of my life. No fucking way did this happen out of nowhere. You're telling me I just woke up in the morning, here's fucking persistent ringing, boom, you have tinnitus. Fuck you. That's impossible. Even when I told him on Sunday, I heard the I heard so many different things and tones and sounds coming from my ears. Sunday, before the persistent, like very high-pitched noise came. And he just went right over it like it was nothing. He didn't say, he looked in my ear, oh, there's no inflammation, no infection. No, but if I were to do some kind of scan in my head, you would probably see something. Not something related to something very, very bad, no. But you would see probably some kind of something like, oh, well, there is something. And this is probably what's pushing your eardrum and this and that. Okay, let's do this. But of course, doctors don't want to do that. And I'm cool with that because I was probably was going to pay no matter what. But I said, you're telling me in a day's time, in 24, 48 hours time, I'm diagnosed with tinnitus? I don't have tinnitus. No way. I know my body. Yes, this was one of the greatest wake-up calls. Let me give you an example of what happened. Just a week before, people. I saw an article on a website, and it said tinnitus. And I'm like, hmm, what's this? I looked it up, and I said, well, that's scary. And I said, glad I don't have it. Four days later, I developed the symptoms. Five days later, I was, uh, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say I was, like, com like, completely diagnosed, but that happened. Even though he said, oh, you lost some sounds. I'm like, dude, but those sounds I'm hearing right now, what are you talking about? Like, he wasn't listening to anything I was saying. He was just a typical sorry-ass doctor, which there are millions of them around the world. Like, you're not even listening to me. I told you that's the sound, same sound that you're, you said I lost at 3,000 hertz. It's in my ear, bro. You, what? You don't want to? What? How about I go back for another audiogram in a month, raise my hand, just to prove you, and I, I wouldn't even do that just to prove you wrong. You know, because I know you're, you were just doing it for the money anyways. But I know my body. I was very anxious. I was scared. But I told myself, there's no way. Not on my watch. Not on my watch. I still remember Lisa Nichols' words. When everything had fallen apart. When she had $6 in her bank account and could not buy her baby diapers. When, when, when Aaron Thomas's wife was diagnosed with MS, they said, okay, well, here we go. We're going to have to make some adjustments. Let's go get it. And so then I said, you know what? I'm really happy because let's consider this to be a wake-up call. Do you know why I saw that article? Because it was a little bit of a wake-up call. Arsenio, you're listening to music just too loud, and you've been doing it for years. Dim it down, 60, 50 to 60%. And that's what I'm urging all of you out there who listen to loud music to do. Not only that, I believe wholeheartedly that the bar I went to with Yanin, you know, the, the Mexican food and met some great people and all that good stuff, that music was extremely loud. 
extremely loud. And I did not like being there. If I hadn't gone there, would I be going through this today? I don't know. But let's just say I did go there. And somehow over the next couple of weeks, uh, four weeks, it developed, developed, developed symptoms. Okay, boom. Eardrums are probably just saying to me, dude, we're kind of damaged right now. You got to lower the volume. You'll be good in about two weeks. Cool? Cool. You got to talk to me. This is why I'm telling you guys to go way deep down in your soul, in your humanism is what we're going to call it, to figure out what it is that your body's lacking. See, some of us, man, we don't take care of our senses. We don't take care of our weight. We don't take care of anything. That article I saw developed symptoms four days later. Next thing you know, five days later, I'm in the fucking hospital. How the fuck does that happen? But then again, it was one of the greatest wake-up calls of my life because it made me realize, Arsenio, the music at, at, at the you know at the rate that you are listening to is far too loud. You got to dim it down. And I said, okay, I'm going to dim it down. And now, my ears right now, if I actually press, hold on, let me see. If I turn off the air, and of course I got some, just a tad bit of ambient noise out there. Let's see. I'm going to, hold on. Completely quiet. Completely. Now, there still are some very, like, extremely loud but low. I can't hear it. Even when I shut my ears, I can't hear it. That's how loud it is. That's how high pitch it is, how low it is. But it wasn't like that a week ago. So that means it has improved. That means it's an improvable symptom. There it is, people. I don't believe it. This was one of the hardest things. I'm probably going to name this podcast the hardest symptom or or the the, the most difficult challenge I ever had in my life. Because this was. At the age of 32, I thought I was going to have hearing problems. I was going to have ringing persistently for the next X amount of years in my goddamn ear. But now I've realized that when your body's trying to speak to you, you fucking listen. My body, by hearing this, the, the ringing, is just trying to speak to me. Arsenio, hey, listen, we're a little bit loud right now, okay? We're, there's a lot of noises going off, and don't worry, it's only a little temporarily. But after this, please, no more loud music, because guess what? It's going to go from being loud maybe about a week to two weeks to being loud for a year to two years or 10 years to 20 years. So I want you guys to look, look at your life right now. Something that you, an area of your life that you're being detrimental to, even if not only your five senses, but anything about your body. Are you listening because your body's speaking to you? When you wake up in the morning, you get a little bit dizzy or you have a symptom in the kitchen or you have a symptom while you're brushing your teeth or you're in the shower or you're, you, you know, you're fatigued or you feel like you're getting a little bit overweight, you're tired, a lot of different things. Like, ask yourself these questions because guess what, people? You really don't want to be that 70-year-old that has to have a hearing aid, that loses his eyes, the sense of touch, numbness in one hand, multiple MS, like I told you, have diabetes. All of this could be unavoidable by just making the right choices today. And that is the single greatest challenge towards the end of the year I had. See, COVID and the whole finances and all that crazy thing, yeah, yeah, extremely difficult. 
But when you talk about hearing high-pitched noises for the rest of your life, there's nothing that's going to be more difficult than that. Now that I'm grateful, and again, me getting ready to take another round of medication and, you know, being able to sleep very, very well last night, not hearing much at all, I feel very, very content with where I am right now. And so with saying that, people, again, check what you're doing. Put it into your body. Check your environment. Check and see if you're like uh, consistently hearing loud sounds or rubbing your eyes or like looking at very bright screens or, you know, your, 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 your iPhone, or all these different things. Look and see what you possibly may be damaging on your body right now. So with that being said, guys, hey, you already know, we're getting back into the Stephen Covey and the next podcast. Goddamn good to be back. And I'll be back soon. Over and out.